0: Today's topic is the agents of socialization, and what that means, uh, an agent of socialization is an organization that teaches us how to act. It's the organizations that socialize us for a productive adult life, and remember that the process of socialization lasts all the way through your life, so even though agents of socialization socialize you for adult life, they continue to do it when you are an adult, However, today we're mostly going to discuss what happens when you're a kid. So the first of the agents of socialization we'll talk about is the family. You start socializing for life with your family immediately after your birth. Right away, they take your little baby body, they wrap you in blankets, they give you to your mom who tries to get you to smile even though it's too early. (laughs) And you start to learn who your family is. This this shows how important a family is in the socialization of a person. Without, I mean, think about this. So, these are the aspects of socialization that families are involved in. Just think about how important they are in light of all of these. So, they teach you how to think and speak, they provide your first exposure to norms, beliefs, and values they help us form some of our most basic attitudes. They are, in fact, the first relationships that we form. And from them, we begin to acquire our self-image, our, our view of ourself. So it's super important that, that the families we go with, and unfortunately, what that means for those who don't have effective families is that it's hard for them. It's harder for them than someone who has an effective family. Now the good news is that people who have ineffective families can learn how to head up more effective families when they're adults. It's a skill that can be learned. Okay, so the second agent of socialization is schools. Schools are significant because it's often the first real exposure that children have to non-relatives in terms of socialization. So think back to your earliest school days. What experiences did you have that helped you learn how to act in school? Maybe a time you were punished for doing something you shouldn't have done. Maybe a time you watched someone else learn a lesson and so you also learned how, well, you learned how to sit in a chair, how to raise your hand, not to pick your nose and eat it, stuff like that. Now, school socialization is different than the socialization you have within your family in three ways. First, a, a parent loves everything that a child does, like the crappy art kids do that they hang on the fridge. But the teacher's more objective. They know right, right away, oh, this piece of art is not as good as someone else's. It's not as quality. Or maybe it's better. And it's good to have that non-relative making those judgments. Children also learn to be less dependent emotionally on their parents. So that's the second way school socialization is different. Children learn uh, not to depend only on their parents for their socialization. And third, the school creates loyalty to something other than the family. So if not to the school then to the teacher or the classmates or a sport or a game or whatever. Now schools also include what's called the hidden curriculum. What sociologists mean by the hidden curriculum is the informal aspects of culture that kids learn in preparation for life. How to show up, um, how to keep yourself under control, how to cooperate, how to get along in a group. All of these are necessary to, to one degree or another for success as adults. And how do teachers do that? Well, think back to your elementary days. They probably used some praise and maybe even a few actual rewards. The third agent of socialization is your peer group. A peer group is a set of individuals that are roughly the same age and have similar interests. And peer groups are different um, than the groups we already discussed because they're not organized by adults. They're organized by each other. This lets kids engage in a give and take relationship. It lets them learn how to solve their own problems especially their own relationship problems, without adults interfering. Now, uh, sometimes people wonder which has more impact on young people, peers or families. The real answer is it depends on what you're talking about. Uh, Romantic relationships, for example, they're more strongly influenced by peers, where political opinions are generally more strongly influenced by uh, families. However, it, it can change from person to person and that's part of why that's such a difficult question to answer. Oh, the final group that socializes us is the mass media. What, what is that? Well, it's things like television, video games, the internet, music, also called pop culture. So think about the way you interact with mass media. You listen to the radio, you play games, do you watch TV? Do you sit and play um, where you go and interact with other people in uh, some kind of environment like a club or or a concert or something like that? Now, (laughs) mass media socializes us because it, well, two ways. It gives us examples that we can imitate. W- we might not be the detectives on the detective show, but we are in relationships, and we see how those detectives get along with each other. The second way it socializes us is it shows us how our institutions work or uh, more accurately, kind of how they work. So we, we don't really get to see the president in action day-to-day, day, but we watch old episodes of the West Wing or whatever, and <laughs> we, we think that that's the way it functions and in a specific sense we're wrong like police officers don't end up drawing their gun at every single interaction at least they shouldn't right where on tv a lot of times they do but we do generally learn that police show up when they're called and and the kinds of actions they do we learn that from the mass media we start to understand how our institutions function well that's it for today